News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio where you want it, when you want it. 816, no, we got the Candy Woman joining us right now, Crystal Westergaard. Man, we talked to Crystal four or five years ago as she was undertaking the recreation of the Cuban Lunch Chocolate Bar. And I got a big box of them delivered to me this week. That was such a lovely surprise. Crystal, good morning. How are you? Just great, thanks. So what's it been like for you uh, since you had this idea that you were going to bring back the Cuban Lunch Bar? Well, it's been, you know, the both ends of the spectrum. There's been amazing things uh, on the positive end, and then there's just been, like, huge disappointments. And I think we've all seen a few of those this last couple of years. <laughs> Would you do it again? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it needed it needed doing. Yeah. Yeah. People couldn't go without their Cuban locks. <laughs> Well, I noticed on your business card that you included, and it was kind of cute because one of our listeners, Greg Duval, on our Facebook page, uh, when I was asking what's uh, uh, something from your childhood chocolate dreams you'd like to see come back, and Greg says, mine made a comeback already. He found the rum and butter bars at a grocery store in Shellbrooke, and that's your baby too. That's, yes, that was my husband's favorite bar when he was young, oh, and yeah. uh, they would eat it, I guess, and pretend they were cool. <laughs> So, um, my husband's never been cool, bless his heart. So, we've decided to bring that one back as an homage to my husband's childhood. Uh, that's cool. I remember eating those as a kid, too. And you're right, the cool factor was we always thought, oh, yeah, they got real rum in here. Is there real rum in a rum and butter? There is not. So, you are <laughs> still allowed to indulge in rum and butter chuckle bars during dry February coming up. <laughs> yes. That's just so impressive. So where do you make the Cuban lunch now? You're in Camrose. Where do you get them actually put together? They are put together for us in Delta, B.C. by mm -hmm. a chocolate uh, factory there. That is so cool. And true to the original recipe, I remember you walking us through that all those years ago about how you were able to put together the original recipe. Uh, wasn't there an issue, if my memory serves me right, initially with the peanuts that you were using in there? Oh, yes. Yes, I mean, we could not find uh, right. Spanish peanuts right. at a reliable rate to put in them. So they are, they are not always Spanish peanuts. Sometimes we do use um, Virginia peanuts or other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So more, more uh, chocolate bar memories perhaps coming from you? What do you think? Yes, yes. I noticed in, in that Facebook post there were a few other people posting other chocolate bars that we do plan to bring back. What, one thing at a time, because it takes so much work to bring one back. So the wigwag and the four flavors and some of those favorites. I noticed somebody, uh, and you replied to uh, Greg McKee, he said the round tree maple buds. Oh, yes, yeah, someone has brought those back already. Believe it or not, a Canadian jazz musician brought those back. Um, but, um, yeah, I... I, I I'm not going to diss anybody else who works as hard as I know it takes to bring back a, something, but I think a little more hard work could have maybe gone into those because <laughs> the maple buds mm -hmm. were maple because they look like a maple, the bud of a maple tree, right. but they never had contained maple flavorings. And I know from my research of getting a hold of maple bud wrappers 
that they never contain maple flavorings. And they did add maple flavorings to the newest edition, and that has some people pretty hot under the car. <laughs> the, the things that get people going. You know, it's funny, uh, even at our place, my wife bought, I was sick with COVID last week, so uh, she oh. brought, went grocery shopping, and she came home and she brought a bunch of candy bars and different things, and she brought uh, a box of the Glossette's Raisins. Mm. And they didn't taste the same to me as I remember as a kid. But my biggest concern with them, it didn't had the it didn't have the thin film window. So when I went to blow the box after I'd eaten them, it didn't make that crazy noise. It didn't go, didn't go kabam. I know. Yes, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> wow, we're gonna we're we're gonna miss those idiosyncratic memories that you have. <laughs> I see somebody also posted a photograph of the uh, Nielsen's. Uh, liquid four flavor bars. I was never fussy on those. Were you a fan of the liquid four flavors? I, I wasn't, but so many people are yeah. that I think if we're going to hold our heads up as being a chocolate bar resurrector in Canada, we'll eventually have to tackle it. So we have asked our uh, we have asked our trademark lawyers to look into that one. Oh, so you have trademark lawyers? I suppose all of these old names you have to get permission to to make use. Oh yeah, them? yeah. Yeah, and of course the trademark laws have changed right in the middle of our business plan. So now we have to do completely different things to get, for example, the full liquid four flavors. First they sent it back and said, um, you can't have it because it's liquid and it's four flavors. <laughs> and then the next time they said, you can't have it because it is liquid. Like, you you can't win either way with these trademark laws. You do have to have a lawyer. <laughs> but it's lovely seeing the memories from people. Somebody else said the big round pep chocolates. Of course, you get the small ones now. But remember those big ones? They were like, they'd cover your hand. They were so big. They, they, they're, they're, they're around somewhere. You see them occasionally. Oh, yeah. Um, like, uh, at, uh, places that specialize in that. I know I've seen them at the, the Ukrainian village. We have a, a village of, uh, you know, old time brought to yeah. life here yeah. in Alberta called the Ukrainian village. And I've seen them there. The problem is they also bring back the old time tradition of no air conditioning. <laughs> so the poor little peps were like, blorp. <laughs> and a couple of people, and you mentioned it earlier, posted wigwags. I don't think I've ever eaten a wigwag. Oh, well, you're going to once we bring it back. You're bringing you? it back. The wigwag is well, coming back. we are. We found the guy whose dad invented the wigwag machine. The problem with the wigwag is to get that shape. It's actually <laughs> insanely hard. But we went to Chicago, if you can believe, and we met the man whose dad invented the wigwag machine. Oh, for gosh sakes. What yes. are the, what are the Still alive and uh, retired and living in Ontario, the dad. So. Gee whiz. Isn't it? You know, Crystal, uh, it has just been a delight. Uh, I was so excited when you went on this journey. What's it been? About five years, I guess, since you started going with the Cuban lunch thing. Yeah, certainly at least four. Yeah. I don't know if you count COVID years. Let's <laughs> yeah, years, let's not, but... eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but th sure. Thanks again for sharing uh, the memory that so many of us have of uh, Cuban lunch and all the best with uh, more and more uh, chocolate bar memories that we'll look for in our favorite store in the coming uh, weeks and months ahead. Thank you, and you too. All right, take care. Crystal Westergaard, uh, her and her husband recreated the Cuban lunch, and boy, isn't it just cool? What a, what a wonderful uh, spin on life to still dig back and find the original recipes and contact and get the names. Yeah, fun stuff. Good diversion. 823.